Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Elevate, a sales and marketing podcast, of course, for the Houston region. My name is Kennardi Haza, and welcome to episode three. I know you guys have missed us. We've been away for a while, but we got a very special guest with us. Uh, we're going to go around the room with our host before we introduce our special guest. Hi, everyone. I'm back. It's Gladys Cavazos with Sales and Marketing, Manager of Sales Support. So I am here also with my partners in crime here. Who else is here? Hey, everyone. Uh, Mike Pankratz, uh, Senior Marketing Manager here in Houston. And uh, looking forward to, to chatting with you guys today. And to my right, who is this guy? Drum roll. Let someone in. Big dog. Hey, everyone. Happy to be here. For those who don't recognize my voice, I've not said hi to before. It's David Salazar here for representing our sales and marketing team. Yay. Happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the invites. I was wondering when I'd get the invite. I know, right? I wasn't invited for the first two. This guy's so busy, but we're just happy to get you in the room, sit down and talk some some really great things that we have coming up here at Comcast, uh, not only here in 2019, but in the future. Great. So let's let's just go ahead and get started. So David, can you just give us a breakdown of year to date 2019 and things that have gone on here with sales and marketing? Yeah, sure. Thanks for that. Uh, 2019 has been quite quite the year transition for us here in Houston. I think think of all, and in some ways, it was a continuation of the 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 game changer from a Houston perspective year we had in 2018. When you think about our, our growth and our market share um, leadership, we did some tremendous things in 2018. Uh, and in, in a lot of ways, 2019 was continuation of that. And then it was also a year of change when you think about some of our other parts of our business. When you think about our video business. Yeah. I think uh, in 2019 was a year where the industry kind of caught us here in Houston. Mm-hmm. You think about the way video has been for years across the company and across, across the country. And in Houston, we've been able to buck that trend for, for many years. Uh, it caught us this time, and there's and, and, and that's okay because that just it gives us another opportunity out there when it comes to how we're going to uh, to attract those those customers that do watch video. They just watch it differently. That's right. Okay, <laughs> love that, love that. Yeah, yeah. We all kind of just gave each other a look. Right. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome right. answer. So, David, with that, can you just give us some success stories that we've had in 2019? I know you kind of spoke about how video is trending mm-hmm. here in the market, but mm-hmm. can you give, give us some, some great things we've seen so far in 2019 here? Yeah, I think when I think about 2019, I think some of the, the, the great success stories have been um, across all our sales channels. And I, I think it's just been how the teams have, uh, all teams, this team included, have been able just to continue to, to, to grind and deliver the number and to deliver the results uh, in a year with a lot of change going on and a lot of distraction. Um, when I think about, uh, new leaders we have uh, in, the, in the team and people in different places, you know, things that come to mind, like I think about our direct sales team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a new leader there, Angel, mm-hmm. right? Angel. Uh, Angel, that's right. Uh, he, he, he would ask for a BAM. And that's what he uh, BAM! BAM! Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we're fortunate enough to have Susie lead that team for, for, for a long time, and then Angel came in behind her, and he's done a phenomenal job, and, and so much that year to date, they're the number two ranked team in the country, nice. direct sales. and. Good job, and, y'all. And they've spent, they spent several months at number one. So, I mean, I think our direct sales team has done a phenomenal job there. Um, you know, I think about our indirect team that uh, by just about every scorecard that we have, we measure indirect teams, they've been number one in the country for two years running. Nice. And they've continued to do that in 2019. We've uh, just added, recently added 
nine new people to that team to, to focus on our prepaid business, which is going to be a cornerstone for us in 2020. Yes, indeed. Uh, and it's a big, big opportunity for us in Houston. So those are just a couple of things that come to mind. And there's just so much more out there across the other the other um, the other channels. You know, we're continuing to deliver the, the financial expectations of the company. And that's also important, too, so we can uh, we can afford to invest in great events like this. I love it. Yep. Hopefully you guys are, are paying attention to what David is saying. I mean, Houston is really leading the charge throughout the company with a lot of different things. So shout out to Direct Sales Angel and, and Brent with Indirect with the new things that are going on. Can't yeah. forget about Caesars team either. Oh, you of know, course. Communities. I thought it was great. I got to do the U of H event. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was awesome. Just the way it was planned. You know, TOC was involved, Tech Ops. I was involved, <laughs> you know, everyone just kind of came together. So I think just kind of seeing in their eyes how the events are planned. It was just a neat experience. That was part of too. our university campaign? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. That, that's a great point, Gladys. I think that's another thing that's over the past couple of years and really come to fruition this year is the way we've been able to combine all the channels. I agree. And different events to activate different events. Maybe once upon a time, back to school was just the communities, just the cars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a truly a, multi, a multi-channel event now. Uh, with great support from our marketing teams. Same thing when we think about our new Brownfield and Greenfield, how we activate those new customers, those, yeah. new, those new passings that come on. It, it, once upon a time, we may, we may have just sent a, a direct sales team to knock doors. Now it's such a, um, it's such a team effort, yes. and it gives us such great, yes. great results. Sure. Yeah, you know, when I think of kind of the, the last few months in terms of transition and, and us changing uh, with retail and, and Travis Tolliver's additions, you know, they've done a really great job oh, of, yeah. of uh, you know, achieving their goals and objectives. And I, I feel like Travis, uh, he's been very welcoming and, and really like his personality, style and, and way of engagement. Uh, he uh, onboarded uh, Kennard and I. Uh, for one of their team of offsites and really enjoy kind of getting a chance to know them. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a great call. I'm really excited about our retail team, what Travis brings with his experience um, from a from an HQ perspective with his past companies. He's worked for now in a division experience here with uh, with Comcast and now down on a region level. He just brings such a wealth of information and knowledge and skill that um, I think we're going to have our, I know we're going to have our best year ever in 2020 on our retail team. And they're already starting to make big strides towards that already. 2020 coming for you. That's right. That's, that's <laughs> actually right. 2020, right? Okay. I like it. I like it. Let's get that on a bumper sticker. Thank or something. you. I just made that up. So with that, with that being said, David, I know we kind of spoke about video earlier. What are a few other opportunities of growth, growth that you have seen for us? Yeah. So uh, without a doubt, our broadband, right? Our, our, our internet, expanded internet has been the cornerstone um, of the company's growth for, for years now. And it's certainly been uh, the, 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 the business, the line of business propelled us here in Houston. Um, you think about the my short three years here, the first year here, and, and again, it has nothing to do with me, it's just the timing of the thing. Um, Houston and Houston, Comcast was not the internet, uh, internet market share leader. We were behind that other company that that, that uh, mm-hmm. has those had some that problems. That we shall that, not speak about. Yeah, right. those, those, those we shall Don't not mention, right? But, but think about that. We were actually trailing them in the marketplace. You know, the, the, the city of Houston, the region, told us by voting with their wallet that they did not prefer us. Um, you know, and then in 2018 is the first year we took the market share leadership from the other guy. And in 2019, the latest data just came out. We continue to expand that lead over them. So I just think that's a that's a phenomenal piece uh, of, a, of, of a good news and a great accomplishment for our entire team, especially when you think about how integral broadband is to yeah. what we want to accomplish as a company. It's not just... Hey, can we get Wi-Fi in and into the right. home? Everything we want to do right. is centered around that, and that's, that's so important for us to, to have that leadership uh, in the marketplace and in the homes. 
when thinking about like the competition and uh, ways that you know consumers are uh, like looking at data, internet, and and 5G, what are your thoughts on just kind of where we are at to date and, and kind of like our, our strategy as we look into Q4 and in 2020 in terms of kind of uh, competing in that space? Yeah, I think we're so um, early in the battle for 5G. We really are. And, and I know Kennard and others have been so closely tied to this as um, about a year ago is about this time last yeah. year. Is November 1st. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yes. That's when we had a little shift underneath our feet and another company I uh, stood on stage with the mayor and said, we're going to invest in a bunch of a bunch of money, right. millions and millions of dollars in Houston. It's going to be the first 5G city, you know, and and not uh, in some ways, not a lot has happened since then. And in other ways, a lot has happened. And what that means is uh, they've they have spent the year building out their infrastructure. You know, it started off as five, ten, a hundred towers. It just gets it's expanded and expanded. And this has really been the year, I think. Um, I'd say look back to 2018, Q4 2018, that's when they big, made their big announcement, their big media splash. Mm-hmm. Wanted to get a lot of hype around it. And they've spent the last year just really building their infrastructure. Um, so while the past year since their announcement, there hasn't been a lot of material impact to our results, mm-hmm. it's definitely coming, right? And yeah. we know that company, they're going to figure out their network. They're going to figure out their coverage. Um, and we know they'll spend money investing in, in points of distribution and marketing. It's going to be a battle. And that's just one front, right? And that's that's the Verizon 5G that I was speaking about, obviously, and that's just the in-home broadband competitor. Right. Uh, but not to mention the uh, the wireless carriers. Right. That that 5G is is another um, another point of competition that we have to be aware of because um, while they they focus right now on the mobile devices, um, it's all about how many uh, how many connected devices you can have with a customer. And uh, and you think about I know there's. T-Mobile has plans to to provide. Well, they already have T-Mobile TV, so that they mm-hmm. they also said their 5G wireless network was, is a in-home broadband replacement too. So, yeah, Mike, there's the 5G is just starting. Um, and in some ways, uh, the infrastructure been built out in 2019, and I think in 2020 is going to be in 2020, and then especially in 2021, it's going to be a significant, significant um, obstacle for us at times. Yeah, I guess like one call it just kind of came to mind. You know, knowing like our audience that's listening, and, and you know, part of the one of the ways that we wanted to deliver value in regards to the podcast is our, our employees listening to this while they're out in the field and working. So please like be vigilant of activity that you see um, from our competitors and, you know, feel free to reach out to um, myself, Kennard, any of us in terms of take pictures, send emails, and let's just be vocal about what we're seeing so that we can kind of stay up to date with the competition in real time. Oh, yeah. You use my, spo- my source. I was going to say MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> I remember that one. With the music in the background. Say, what year is my this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so born? Was that, was that pre-Kennard <laughs> birthday? <laughs> I don't look my age, you guys. So just my source has the ability to submit, you know, if you see 5G areas and if it's a van or if it's pictures, so take advantage of that. And I agree with you. If, if you need some support, just reach out to any of us because it's going to prepare us, right? Yeah. And for those who may not be familiar, I mean, we do, uh, I think we do a really good job of tracking movements mm-hmm. um, among zip codes, amongst neighborhoods. We have, I mean, we being the company and division has employed a lot of resources right. to, uh, to measure penetration 500 feet from the Verizon 5G tower. And so we're really, really... Um, being very diligent in uh, in measuring the impact, so we're, our goal is to be uh, to not to be caught unaware, and I, and, I don't, and we won't we'll be prepared for it. Um, but yeah, just the more intel we get from everybody, the better. Absolutely, and kind of as Gladys spoke to, 
using my source um, and using the CITT tool. She wanted to say MySpace. Yes, uh, I did. Yeah. But I knew if I just said my source, Kennard gets all like excited over there. He's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> continue to use the my source tool as well as um, I'm still picking up from the bins around the admin building oh, and yeah. the FFO. So please feel free to drop those off. Um, with that being said, David, what are we doing as a company to continue to stay ahead of our competition? May it be, you know, customer experience or yeah. with the new products that we have being launched from March until now? Yeah, I think you really hit on it with that first, the customer experience piece. That is something that we're, um, that I'm just really excited about. And I know we've, you know, every, a lot of people, have, we've been talking about customer experience for a long time being our best product. Um, but the effort and the, the sincerity with which the company is, is really focused on and making um, the experience a point of difference between us and the competition um, matters. And, it, and I'm really excited. We're going to continue to do that. Um, so I think this, this is the more that we can continue to focus on that, the better. And that, that's a lot of things. I mean, that, that actually impacts our tools, right? Yes. If we make our tools better in our, in our, in our day-to-day business, that makes the experience better. So mm-hmm. it, ha- it has a, a halo effect across our, our employees and our customers too. So I think um, just the customer experience is probably one of the big things we're doing. Um, I know it's one of the big things we're doing to have an impact. Uh, another thing is the Flex product. I yes. think that is a um, a significant, significant step forward for us. And we, we spoke earlier about the video, um, the, with kind of the state of the video business, not just in Houston, but in the country. And for the company to, to recognize that and to take our our marquee product, our X1 platform, and find a way to make that relevant to streamers, to folks who don't want kind right. of live paid TV, yep. to make to find a way to make that relevant to them, so we can stay relevant to th- all consumers as they kind of progress through their call it their their uh, their, their life cycle of whatever products and services they want. Um, I think that's just phenomenal. That that's gonna, while it may not feel like it has has had a, a large impact right now. It's going to continue to have an impact and be more relevant as the, the the streamers just continue to grow and grow and grow, and it's not going away. And if you want more information on the first um, episode of where, Elevate, where go? we yeah. talked about also that was flex. Our, that was our main topic on yes. episode one. And and I think it's also think talking about customer experience. You know, this is the nineteenth speed increase for our customers too as well. So that's coming if it hasn't already. Um, by the time you hear this, it's already here. But 19 time that we're gonna speed, you know, increase our speed for our customers, which is our way of saying thank you. Right. Right? I think that's pretty neat. I remember back Roadrunner. We remember, and now we're like what 150, 250, 400. So I was really excited about that. Yeah, and, and just the, all the implications around um, streaming, and then mm-hmm. the state of our over-the-top uh, business continues to just grow and grow and. Uh, it's growing in Houston at, at, a, at a crazy clip. Same way it's growing in other regions in the West. Um, you know, numbers over the over on the on the I guess on the podcast, almost the radio. Uh, <laughs> numbers on the podcast are kind of hard to follow, but just I'll share three numbers on our video market share in Houston. The leader is the other company, right? They're at a 32 share. Um, Comcast is at a 30. Over the top is at a 23. Mm-hmm. So they're right there, and they are material material competitor to us. And that the gap between us and our, com- on our, on our, our top competitor and, and over the top, that's a much, much, much tighter yeah. window than it is in any other region. So it's, it's very material for us to, to be aware of that and find some ways to compete with that. Absolutely. And for those that aren't aware, as you should be, um, when we recorded our first episode, Flex, the Flex product was $5 a month. Right. Now it is now 
comes with our internet-only customers. So as David spoke about, this is just an awesome opportunity for those that stream a lot or um, want to house kind of like a uh, Amazon Fire Stick or a Roku-type device to house their different things and like Netflix and we st we're still given the opportunity of having ESPN3 and 2B TV and things like that. So we want to make sure we continue to push this product. Um, we've launched a lot of great new things over the last few months, and the Flex product is something that we definitely need to get into as many homes as we possibly can. And yep. if I want more information, where do I go, Kunar? Well, um, you, can, <laughs> you can check my source, <laughs> Einstein, <laughs> a lot of different avenues. Um, but we'll be sure to send some information out when we send this uh, podcast out. And so, David, thank you, as always. So now we've kind of hit the current state. So let's yeah. talk about what we have coming in Q4 and 2020 as, as we get excited, get out the pom-poms. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So Q4 is, is here, basically, right? And it's, it, is a, um, it is an important quarter for us uh, in, in a lot of ways. What we do in Q4 really can, you know, can dictate and certainly influence and inform what kind of 2020 we have. Um, Q4 of 2018 was phenomenal for us. We had a great, great Q4, and it bled over into the first in the first quarter of 2019. So, um, Q4 is really bad. You kind of mentioned some of it, Kanar. There's there's uh, there's flex coming out there. Um, there's going to be some changes to that coming out. Some improvements, some more enhancements coming out that that haven't been announced yet. So that's coming. Um, ex yeah, yeah. It's a sneak preview yeah, that I can't really preview, but <laughs> stay, stay tuned. So, so a little teaser there. <laughs> uh, maybe by the time this comes out, it'll probably be, everybody will know. But <laughs> but yeah, that's okay. coming. Um, the company and, and and the division we're focusing, we're refocusing on X5 Advantage. Um, that is a big. Uh, we think that's a big competitive advantage for us. Right. So we're thinking about November. We're gonna we're gonna. Um, Redip ourselves into into some of that stuff in Q4, um, and then really just trying to get us set up for again for a great, uh, great start to 2020. Um, and it's really about how we close out the year. You know, in a lot of ways, our year, um, the grade uh, on, on how I, what I would give this year um, is still is still out there. Depends on how we close Q4, and uh, and I know all, all the teams are geared up to to do a lot of things and to close the quarter strong. And we're going to need it given the challenges we had this year. Yeah. So Q4 is is absolutely critical to how we set up for 2020 and it's also it's going to determine what kind of year we end up having in 2019 when we look back on this year nice. awesome mm -hmm. now i was going to say you know it's a really great feedback and you know i think it's a time for us to kind of reflect and, and kind of re-energize ourselves again so uh, all the time effort focus that we can really put into ironing out a strong q4 uh, is just going to pay dividends as we get into that first quarter so again i, I think it's just good for like self-reflection and kind of thinking through how can we take it up a notch in our respective uh, uh within our respect respective teams and, and then how can we align and collaborate with other um, parts of the organization to, to stay ahead yeah and i think of q4 we're doing some other material things other than our products and i think about our points of distribution we'll continue to expand our branded partners so in nice. Q4, we'll have oh, two right. more locations coming, so okay. that's going to be great. West Chase and the Heights. Heights the Heights, yeah, nice. West Chase and the Heights, so those are coming. Uh, we're also planning on, on late Q4 adding a, an extra, an incremental uh, Xfinity store um, mm. to, to, some folks know, but, you know, Highland Village area is the area we're looking at. So um, I think that's just the, continues to show because of the growth we've had in Houston, because of the growth we've had on a consistent basis, that the investments in our in our in our team and our community and in our business continue to come in. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Continuing to show that the Houston region is above and beyond. Yeah. Yes. That's right. All that. All and right. go to my source if you need one. Right. 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 And voice remote and all. Oh, don't yeah. even start with that. Don't even start with that. All right. 
we're gonna transition. I guess we need some like some type of theme music or something for our. Can you interview give us section. like some like I don't know exciting music? Some transition music. We'll, we'll work. We'll work on that on the back end. <laughs> so we're excited to have David here. So we're gonna transition over to our interview portion. Uh oh. I thought I was in the hot seat already. So so David. Yes, So David. What advice would you give your younger self now? You've 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 seen a lot, been through did, a lot. Did Canard say I'm not young anymore? Ooh, <laughs> come on, oh, come right. on. Sorry, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll well, pack, I'll pack my things. We're uh, probably old compared no. to Canard, but he, I'm I'm young. He did say younger, so oh, yeah, 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 there you go, there you go. Good catch. Um, no, but that, but yeah. So um, when I think about that question, and I think about what advice I want to look back at uh, the a younger version of myself, and I'll say a young version of myself when I first got into to call it leadership positions and. You know, kind of matriculating through the front line of the, whatever organization I was with at the time. I think one of the toughest things that I that was uh, that I had um, to wrap my head around back then was uh, learning to trust myself. Mm. And it sounds like such a simple thing, and it sounds like, of course, you trust yourself, trust in yourself. You've been, you know, pick the person. You've been moved through the organization. People have given you leadership roles. Surely you know what you're doing, and surely you're sure of yourself. And that is not the case, um, at least for me. There was many times where I was I was very unsure of what to do. Um, and so you, you do what I think uh, most people should do. They, they kind of think about the options. They talk to people who have been there before them. They seek advice. Um, and then sometimes I, I would make decisions that did, really didn't sit well with me mm -hmm. because other people say, you know, this is the way that I've handled this situation in the past. Right. It's worked for us in the past. It's worked for the company, the, the organization, again, whatever organization you're with. Um, so that's that's how you should handle it this time. Uh, and I think the younger version of myself just didn't have the trust in my own gut, the trust in my own decision making to say, I appreciate that, but that's not what I'm choosing to do this time. I'm going to mm -hmm. do something different because I think th this calls for a different decision. So I think the ability to trust yourself um, is something certainly something I would tell myself to trust yourself and kind of trust the, the head on your shoulders. I like that. I like that. Well, good. Glad I said yes. <laughs> 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 no, because sometimes, you know, I think, you second guess or I'll second guess myself and think so I like that yep yep it's it's easy to do that especially if you're surrounded and, it, and it's not, it doesn't even have to be uh, forget age talk about right. time and position or time in the role time in the industry um, sometimes it's easy to to be swayed not because people are trying to do anything you know um, um, not nice right, right they're not trying right. to do anything wrong they're honestly giving their their, their opinions and their experience based on their experiences because you've asked for them um, and I think that's that's a good thing, but then you have to process that yourself and make your right. own decisions and own your own decisions. Is that something maybe from time to time that you still may find yourself coming across? Or yeah, absolutely. And and again, like I said, that my and it has to do with the time in the industry, right? I've been here three three years in July, so not a long time, not a life not a lifer in cable or the company. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot that I that I still I'm still learning, and I'll I could I can be here twenty years, and I'll still be learning about stuff in this industry. Um, so there's quite often, especially in my first year or two, that I would go to people and ask them their opinions um, and then really, really had to sit with my decision to make sure what I was going to do is really what I wanted to do, not I was um, using the umbrella cover of, well, they said they, I should do this. Right. So, right. so yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you kind of like reflect on your three years here with the organization and having a chance to kind of put your stamp on like creating the culture and are there certain attributes that you're, you really want like when people call in the Houston region to be like, 
these are the attributes that I really like want reflected with our employee base or anything that we can continue to try to, to grow within? Yeah, I, I would say teamwork and innovation and, and teamwork differently. You know, we all work together um, naturally and the, just the structure and the business, we're all going to work together. But when I, again, would think about some of the things we've done differently this year and last year on back to school, mm-hmm. um, green, Greenfield, Brownfield, mm-hmm. um, our marketing presence in, in the community, just things we've done differently to truly bring in all as many sales, sales channels as we can to make sense. I think that's something that's very different. It can be very different from region to region. And I would love if Houston continue to be recognized as one of the leaders in that area. That's great. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's probably your yellow, huh? Yeah, well, yellow and then you know, the bottom line. Because all that translates to the bottom line, too. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're talking about the yellow. I mean, I think that is something, too. I think that we can be, um, we can be, we're all humans, so we can treat each other yes. like, like humans. Yes, and, I agree. And we can still get the job done, and we can be we can be incredibly serious about the work, but we don't have to take ourselves that serious. Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking about the yellow, Gladys, can you give a quick breakdown about what yellow means? Or Oh, me? No, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was something I was, uh, we talked about this in the first episode with Kate. We were talking about insights, right? And we got to show everyone and tell everyone what insights was all about course i'm yellow and i'm wearing yellow today but can you tell david so it's a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't see me but share with the with everyone listening what are your colors for insight yeah so um it's probably not a surprise if i've, if I've had the ability to interact <laughs> with you that i'm yellow i lead with yellow um and then my second color is red and then mm. it's green and then it's blue um I kind of above the line colors are yellow yeah. and red yeah, same, and same and here. yeah, same with you, Kurt. Yeah. yeah, I know, like this guy for easy. <laughs> 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 um, and my team will tell you, folks who have uh, worked with me closely, they'll, they'll tell you that they could, they know when my red comes out. It's usually in meetings. It's usually when we yes. have deadlines. It's because I like to be very prescriptive. I like to s- a joke. It's not a joke, but I, you know, right. uh, my meeting starts at eight. At eight oh one, you're late, and, yes, we're, and we're starting. I know, mm-hmm. and I and I try to end my meetings a couple of minutes before the the end time because everybody. Is always back to back and give somebody to some chance to go, go somewhere. Um, but those are my colors: yellow, yellow, high yellow, uh, pretty high red, uh, green, and and blue. And I think when I think about the colors, you know, I think what it helps me. And in different companies, we've had different ways, whether it's a disc or a Briar's Migs or right. all these different ways to measure personality types. Um, I think what's helped me is to to understand first of all, understand myself, and and, and it's been pretty consistent when I go about all these different these different ways of measuring that. Um, but also to it helps inform me of the team that I want to surround myself with, because my my intent and my hope is that a compliment we all complement each other. Yes, we don't uh, we don't have to imitate each other, right. but as we complement each other, that I've found that that is works best um, in moving the business forward and creating a culture that uh, that I that I want that I, I want to, to have in the region. I agree. So, like outside of work, uh, maybe just to kind of take us to different uh, topics. But mm-hmm. uh, what are some of your passion points or things that you you like to do outside the office? Um, just yep. so we get, get to know you a little bit better. Sure. So, um, big family guy, and in two regards, I come from a big family. I have seven siblings. Oh wow! Uh, so how many lot, brothers? How many sisters? Four and three. Oof. I know, and I'm I'm the middle guy. Oh, uh, you're as, the as, forgotten as, child. As, like I'm the middle me. guy as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm somewhere in the middle. I have two older brothers and two older sisters, okay. and I'm stuck somewhere in the middle there. Um, 
And I'm the only one who's ever left Houston. Everybody still lives in Houston. I'm Houston born and raised. Anybody else Houston born and raised here? Nightstown, yep. yes. Is Mike the only one who's not? No, yeah. Midland and California, back to Houston. Okay. Well, you can leave. Yeah. Do it. Just claim Midland. <laughs> <laughs> Just claim Midland. You're good. Um, but yeah, I'm, when I'm not at work, it's I spend a lot of time with family. I got a lot of extended family here. And think about it. I think last count, there's like 100 cousins floating around the city. Everyone's so, your yeah, cousin. I know. Everyone's literally. <laughs> you know, it reminds me uh, back when, so I have three kids, but back when they were in high school, you know, five of the siblings, we all lived in the same part of town. And, and the tr- it's true. It was, it, this is true. At one point, there were 12 first cousins going to the same high school. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> so it was it was uh, it was a pretty big clan though. And they're yeah. first cousins. First because, cousins, you know, yeah. we'll say, "Oh, that's my cousin." Right. Yeah, but no, they're like twelve first cousins, <laughs> right. and probably twenty when you started going on second cousins though. <laughs> but it was it was a great time. Um, but yeah, so Mike, a lot of a lot of family time, whether it's with the extended family, um, or for example, my old, my one of my sons, Joseph, is coming in tonight from nice. uh, from Santa, San Marco, so I get to spend some time nice. with him. Um, but just really like, enjoy doing that. And then kind of how I unwind a little bit, you know, I like I like playing basketball though. Kennard said he's gonna cross me over, uh, so I'm kind of nervous. Oh, kinda, watch out! Watch out! Are you good? Are watch you good in basketball? You know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna never be the worst one on the field. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I need to so, get a three on three tournament. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, get me in there. I'm a good three pointer. Yeah, you know, you can go ask some of the uh, retail store folks because we I, I play with a few of the managers. So oh, nice. I know, I know, but Johnny did. Johnny Bo did cross me over. I will say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so I like to play basketball and, and read a little bit and just kind of just relax and relax. Now, David, you said you, you know, grew up in Houston. Where, what side of Houston for those? Okay, so uh, it's, what, I, don't, what is, I don't know what we call it now, but it, it was called Easton back when I lived there. Mm. It's called Edo now. Edo, Edo, yeah. yeah, so it's Edo now. It's Easton. You know, so half my family went to Milby, half mm. went okay. to Austin. So mm. that whole okay. rivalry thing. So I started off in that part of town. Then I went to Pasadena, Pasadena. and then went up to Spring. Um, and okay. that's that's where I graduated from Spring. I was Westfield High School in Spring. Any favorite restaurants, or you know, I went to Original Nymphas not too long ago. Mm. So yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think about like in the old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I like the I like the that setup where you have El Tiempo right there. Oh, yes, and Nifas yes. right there, so you can kind of bounce back and forth. So I like those. There's a taco place there too. Yeah, there's some. I, I, you, and if you go find some food trucks in the neighborhood yeah. too, they're mm-hmm. really good too. So that's probably probably some of my favorite places. All right, that's mm-hmm. good. It's really good. All right, we're going to end with one more fun question. If you could join any movie or show, I know you love Friday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. that's what, right. What, what would it be? Um, is Miss Parker coming? Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Ms>. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miss Parker. Hey, boys. Okay, all right, all right. Uh-uh, look at her. Sorry. <laughs> all right, Gladys is going to have another 30 minutes on her. So right. <laughs> right, uh, Sorry. Um, so what was the question? I, I, got, I got lost on this part. <laughs> if you could join any movie or TV show, what would it be? Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm a big so I'm a big sci-fi guy. So if I could find a sci-fi show out there right now, but um, but I'm a, I'd probably be a sci-fi one. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big sci-fi guy. Yeah. Kind of, a, kind of a nerd at heart, but it's okay. Nothing wrong with really? that. Really? Like, like sci-fi? Yeah. Like, give me a movie sci-fi. Well, so I'll just I go know. all the way back to the original Star Trek series. We'll do oh, that. All oh, the Star okay. Trek movies. You know. Boring. No, I'm, no, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, oh, you know, so I, this my, my answer on the, the sales and marketing question board was uh, mm-hmm. the, the, what movie do I always watch when it comes on? I put Fifth Element, right? So it's stuff. Okay, like that. yes. Yeah, okay. But that was a good yeah. movie, right? Yeah, it was with the girl movie. with the short hair, mm-hmm. right? With the color hair. Okay. Yep, yep. Chris Rock. Star Trek is good, <laughs> okay, no, I'm kidding. You're right. <laughs> Let's go back to Friday. Right. <laughs> and, to, and to end it, I know we wanted to hit on some some recognition here about Yay. some of the teams here. Of in Houston, so yeah. I'm going to give you the floor on that. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think 
when kind of where we are this year, there's been so many folks and so many channels that have done such a good good job. And, and I mentioned a few of them. I, I talked about our direct sales team with number two in the country. I talked about our indirect team continues to be leading in so many metrics. Um, and just really, really want to just recognize the efforts of all the sales channels yeah. and how they've all worked together this year to, to win in a different way. We won, we, won, we won in a certain way in 18, and we're winning in a different way in 19. And that comes from everybody working together and choosing to do something differently. Right. You know, there's the, the old saying about innovation, right? There's great big innovations, and there's sometimes they're innovating by inches. Um, and someone once explained to me that innovation is just finding a different way to do something that adds value. Mm-hmm. And this, what we're doing today, is a tremendous example of that. This is something we did not have last year. And this is something that those came together um, to, to address a specific need um, in, in, our, in our region. And uh, I think it's phenomenal. So I'd like to like, recognize, recognize this table no. for the Yay! work they're doing. Yeah, so. Yay, us. Uh, well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yep. Well, we're going to end it there, you know. End <laughs> okay. on the yeah, high notes. The, the yeah. top dog yeah. is giving us recognition. So, David, <laughs> as always, thank yes, you again thank for you, uh, coming David. in. And, thank you, and David. Thank you. Went by really right? fast. Fine. Yeah, I know. Welcome to the crew. Maybe we'll have you back sometime soon. Please do. This is a great setup. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Bye, and, uh, everyone. Bye. Look Thanks out all. for us on episode four. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank See you all later.